Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today is my honor and privilege to have Ruthie Bell join us on the show. Ruthie has been in our industry for quite a while, and she is very well known. If you haven't heard of her, you should definitely check out her Instagram page and her website. And she has a product line. She has training. She's innovative. She's always thinking about outside the box. She really kind of has like the same DNA as us. She always questions things and always try to think what is the right way and, and really willing to challenge the norm. So we're really excited because she's going to come on, and she's going to actually share something with you guys because she is also like us, willing to give away a lot of information for free. She wants to help improve our industry and today she's here to talk about our ultimate guide to lash and brow artistry which we think is a great tool that you is a free tool by the way that you can read and go through and learn and really upgrade your game it's not going to replace your other trainings but it's going to help augment it and give you some additional information plus she's going to give some tips on lash lifting something that she's known for because she has a great lash and lift kit at least i've been told i've never used it personally because i don't do the services but i've heard a lot of good stuff about it through the grapevine so anyhow before we get into the interview with her which i think is gonna be a really helpful i want to just tell you a few announcements guys as always you should be joining up to be a Lashcast insider this will allow you to get discounts also allow you to know before anyone else when we're doing stuff with classes webinars Lashcon, all that fun stuff so go to notes in our show notes or go to instagram and the link is in the bio also, we have our Lash Tustinese Lash Retention and Styling course is up and going for the year. We have right now currently five dates that you can choose from. February 26th, 27th is our first one. It's going to be in Scottsdale with Allie from Lash Anarchist. Then we're going to be going to Sydney. And anyone that's in our Sydney crowd, we're looking for a location. We don't have one yet. So if you're out there and you have a location, minimum six beds, Email me at paulatlashcastpodcast.com or DM me on Instagram. And then we're going to be in Austin with Shelby from Lash Boss Radio on April 9th through the 10th. And then we have dates in May and June. And you can basically go to the show notes or you can also go to Instagram and click on the link there and go to our website. And you can learn about all the dates. So you definitely want to sign up soon before those all sell out. And then we'll have more dates in the latter half of the year. So don't worry. This is not our only times we're going to be training. We'll be doing this all year long. We also currently as we speak or as I speak who's we I don't know me myself and I we have our overcoming lash allergy and how the partner with a doctor webinar is available link is in the bio as, as well as the show notes here so definitely go and sign up and take that if you haven't taken it yet you really need to it is the most comprehensive course on lash allergies you'll ever take we break it all down we again Tuss I really like to take a lot of credit for things but it's all Tuss and she's going to really break down everything you need to know about lash allergies and how to partner with a doctor so that you have someone to go to when someone does present the allergy and you don't just have to tell them like I don't know what's going on you actually can direct them to the right person and we give you tips on how you can do that all right guys that's all I have or announcements otherwise guys we're excited to sit down with Ruthie Bell and just sit down and talk all about her upcoming or not upcoming her currently her ultimate guide to lash and brow as well as some tips on lash lifting We are here in the Lashcast studios. Very excited today because we have really one of, I think, one of the big influencers or industry joining us. And uh, so, first, before we get to her, I want to say, Tuss, hey, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to introduce our guest. Yeah. Well, why don't you say who's on our show today? She's a superstar. It's yeah. Ruthie Bell, you guys. Yay. Welcome to our show, Ruthie. <laughs> 
Hey guys, thanks so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really exciting. We first met Ruthie. I mean, we've known about Ruthie for a long time, but we met her at LashCon, which was really quite the honor. She came out and joined us and just was there as a participant. I mean, she was had her products. I think it was one of the vendors there was uh, selling a lot of her products. But that said, she came up and actually gave me, I think, one of the best compliments uh, when she came up and said, I've been to tons of uh, Lash conferences, and this is the best one she's ever been to, which really meant a lot because I knew you had spoken, too, at, like, yeah. hundreds, it feels like, of conferences. So thank you so much for that compliment. I absolutely loved it. Like, it was such an amazing event. Yeah, it was great. But that said, we are going to today um, get to talk to Ruthie about something she sent me that I didn't know about. I, had, I guess I somehow missed it. I usually try to keep up on things. But Ruthie has put out this amazing guide called the Ultimate Guide to Lash and Brow Artistry. And it is free, guys. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like something that everyone else is charging you for. And Ruthie is giving this away. And we wanted to get into that and a little bit about Ruthie's sister, you know who she is. So before we get into that, Ruthie, why don't we just get into first how you got into beauty and lashes and all that? Well, it was actually quite a long time ago, like when I hear other lash artists talk, like when they got into the business and how they got started, my journey started, I would say, I think it's like eight years ago from now. And I was actually living in London at the time. Back then there were like no Facebook lash groups. There was like none of that stuff. It was so difficult to find any information about lash extensions back then. Yeah, And yep. I had attended my first training and it was shit. Like, I think like, <laughs> like almost everyone's training back then was like shit because like nobody knew anything. And yep. then I attended my training. I'll give you an example. Like the only thing they said about modeling is that the most popular length is 12 mil. So <laughs> just use that. Wow. That, was all about, that was it. What like, size fits all. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then I started looking for information and I found this amazing website called Wake Up In Your Makeup. Uh -huh. uh, Tessany, like, you, you guys, like, you must know about this. Yes, oh, yeah. Yeah. for sure. Do. So many yeah. OGs came from that, yeah. that, that page. That blog. Exactly. And then I was like on that website and then I started Googling and like looking for information. And I found out about this new amazing technique called volume lashing. And I was like, okay, this sounds interesting. But there was like almost no information available about this technique, just that it's something new. You, you know, you can apply more than one uh, lash at a time. But that was it. And then I thought it was like a technique where you apply one thinner eyelash extension onto the natural lash and you kind of like build the volume. And I was like, well, it sounds like it's going to take a lot of time, but let me go and attend the training anyway. And I did. And I was blown away. My first training, it was with uh, Irina Levchuk, which uh -huh. is like, she's, like, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like one of the most famous trainers from Russia. Yeah. Yes, exactly. She's the person who brought this volume lashing to Europe mm -hmm. because you guys like, you know, in, in Russia, it was like three years ahead of us all the time mm -hmm. and even back then everybody in russia was doing volume and then you know nobody in europe had heard of it yeah so i was like okay let me attend this training and maybe something i can add to my classic lash extension menu like as an add-on or something and i even get goosebumps when i talk about this now when i saw the first fan that she made i was like omg this <laughs> is the future yeah Exactly. And it was literally like the first fan that I saw that she made. And I was like, okay, this is this insane. Is and then, this is it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then she finished the uh, the model and the model opened her eyes out and I was like, wow. 
Game over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was it. And then right then and there, I realized like this is the way of the future. And it was just me and this other girl from the UK there. And we went back and we realized that there had been only one person before us who had taken more than less training. So I became one of the first three people in all of the UK to take the training. Oh, wow. That was life-changing for me because, yeah, like nobody else was offering it. So I started offering the treatment and I've always been like really business-minded. So I started looking uh, for wellness training in Estonia, where I'm originally from. And there was like no information available, nothing. And I was like, hmm. Opportunity. Opportunity. Yes. And then I started uh, offering uh, lash extensions in London. And then I started traveling back home and I was actually the person who introduced volume lashing in Estonia mm-hmm. because I brought back the, you know, the yeah. technique with me. And then I was traveling uh, back and forth between London and Estonia. And I met my now fiance and the father of my children. Hey, congratulations. Mm-hmm. I didn't yes. know you're engaged. That's awesome. No, she was not engaged. She's married already. I thought she just said no, fiance. No, no, oh, sorry. Sorry. We wanted to get married this year, but because of COVID uh, and everything. Yeah, kind of crazy year. year for COVID. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I fell in love and I didn't want to travel back and forth anymore. I did it for like six months. And mm-hmm. then I was like, every time I had to go back, I was just so sad. And I was like, nah, I can't do this anymore. And then I just moved back to Estonia and, uh, you know, started training here. And then I went back to the UK for lash lifting because that was another treatment that was not offered here. Uh, you know, they used to do this old school like lash perming. Yes, mm-hmm. with the and rod yeah. <laughs> tape. Yeah. With the sticky rod. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know how Tustin, have you ever tried it? It's like the crazy, like the, oh, the one that's with how she, that's, that's what how, she learned. That's how I learned was that piece of yeah. shoestring with this double stick tape on it. And then it deformed the lashes in such an unnatural shape. It was awful. I'm like, this is just ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was. It's different like, now. Like I had it done like years ago and it like ripped out like a few of my eyelashes. Uh, it was like painful, stinky. And I was like, okay, there has to be a better way to do this. So I went back to the UK and did my training for lash lifting and then started teaching that in Estonia. And I think that's when my career took off because I was like doing like treatments here and there. And then it was mostly training, like very quickly. Like I think I had been lashing for a year, but, you know, because the demand was so big and there was like nobody else offering it. So that's the whole, how the whole thing got started. And then because obviously, you know, you know, you use the thinner diameter for volume lashing and there was nobody selling those fibers in Estonia because, you know, there was no demand for it. So that's how my website or my webshop got started because obviously everyone who I trained needed the lashes. Mm-hmm. So I was in a good spot with the training and then the lashes afterwards. It's perfect timing, right? I mean, you just happened to be right spot, right time, and you took action. Opportunities come and some people let them pass because, oh, well, I'm not ready. Like, I'm sure for you it have been easy to be like, well, no one is doing this yet. Maybe I should just wait and see how the market grows, right? But you saw... An opportunity. opportunity. 
That is the very definition of an entrepreneur. Yeah, and that's exactly. It's something that is, I think about really often because there's like so many new things coming onto the markets and so many innovations. And there's exactly like two types of people. There are the people who want to be always the first, always getting the the best products, the best training, what new is out there. They want to learn. They want to incorporate. They want to make the most of it. And then there's other people, like you said, you know, who are like, let's see how it goes. Let's see if it's a fat. And I always wonder how people can be like that. Like no offense, whatever, like everyone's different. For me, it's like when I get like an idea in my head, I can't even sleep. When I sleep, I dream about it. It's like 24 yeah. seven until I get it done. Basically you're obsessed. <laughs> it's a, a exactly. I'm, I'm lash obsessed. Yes. Lash obsessed. And that's okay. And that, and I think, also, by the way, there are things that come on the market that people get really excited about, like lash brows or whatever that when you put um, lashes. Oh, bra- brow extensions. Brow extensions, yeah. How that yeah. took off. Yeah. And then it kind of went away. <laughs> it was like a short-lived excitement. And so there are things that come and go that aren't quite the thing. But what I think the key is when you really want to get into a market and you want to get market share quickly, I think one of the big things is be early. You know, to take that chance, to take those actions when no one else is moving forward. I'm sure you were the type of person where everyone in the room was like, who wants to try this? You just raise your hand and go, I'll go, I'll try it, I'll try it. And then other people are going to be like, I'll wait. But the problem is, if you wait, it's going to be so much harder for you to catch up because the other person's kind of got a head start. Plus, the market, while we do think there's enough eyeballs for everyone to do lashing, when it comes to trainings and market share for products, I don't think there is a more finite market. There's not, you can't have a thousand brands. It just and have all of them make a profit. It just doesn't work that way. So getting first to market, being the first one to offer something, I think is really important. You got to take chances. So I, I'm just preaching to my our listeners real quick. <laughs> so, yeah, like no, I, I totally agree. And like even the things that do turn out to be like fast, for example, like, like the brow extensions. Yeah. I took that training. I invited the trainer from the UK to Estonia to teach it here too. And I'm, although it's a fad, I'm really happy that I learned it because immediately realized that this is kind of bullshit, you know, because like, <laughs> it's difficult to do, it yeah. doesn't last, it's doesn't not comfortable. Yeah. But not I'm last. still happy that I did it because that gave me the opportunity to understand right then and there that this is going to fade, you know. Yeah. But like if I hadn't taken that training, I would have wasted my time keeping an eye on everyone who was doing that, you know, yeah. like the innovations in that field. So, yeah, I think it's it's always good to kind of see what the like what the new thing is about mm-hmm. and then make a decision for yourself. Yeah, because yeah. like if you're a smart person, like if you know the industry, you have this knowledge inside you, what is going to be big and what is not going to be big. And it comes from the experience. So you have to actually try it to find out what it's about versus sitting on the sidelines and just poo-pooing everything or at saying, well, I hate it, but if you try it, well, I've never tried it. Like, well, you should probably at least check it out. I know Tess did too. She tried oh, it, yeah. tested it out. I'm like, this is not going to work. No, she no. said the same thing. Like, no. It's not going to work. Yeah, a millimeter away from it. It just doesn't last. It's not It's no, not it's, worth it. It doesn't it last one day. Not Barely, yeah. Yeah, pay, you know, 300 bucks for brow extensions. Not the same thing. But that said, it's very cool. And I want, also I wanted to point out one thing that I think is pretty amazing is that I know you're working in London, but you're you're based out of Estonia. And I think for a lot of people, they always feel like, well, I can't get anywhere because I'm from a small little town. I'm from this little place. And I th- and I go, well, Ruthie Bell actually came from a very small country, and yet she has a worldwide impact. And I think that should be encouraging to people that, you know what? You can do it from anywhere. You can have impact from anywhere in the world. I mean, I knew about you years, years ago, 
And I, and I think it's because of Instagram and social media and you were getting out there and I know you were speaking and all those opportunities really helped to raise your bar up. And I think a lot of people just want to encourage our listeners that it doesn't matter where you're located in the world, you can have an impact and you can, I don't know if you want to speak to that at all. I absolutely agree, especially now when Instagram has become so huge. If you are a lash artist who is looking for customers and if you are located in like a small town, it's going to be harder mm -hmm. than, you know, compared to where, if you were like in a big city. Yeah. But then if you teach or if you do something uh, special that's like kind of like out of the box compared to everyone else, then I think nowadays it doesn't really matter because... For example, trainings, anyone can travel to you or you can travel to a bigger city. It's easier, obviously, if you are in a big city from the get-go because you have that local client base. And I've actually thought about this a lot. And I've thought about what had happened if I stayed in the UK, like how my business would be like now. And obviously it would have taken off much quicker in the beginning. But I think after, after some time, it doesn't really matter because nowadays when I think about my lash friends or like my Instagram lash friends, you know, people you talk to on Instagram, I don't even know where they're located and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's, that's the beauty so of social yeah. media. Some people, real quick, I, I mean, LashCon, this happens. I meet people and I just like, oh yeah, you're at whatever. I don't even know their name sometimes. And I it's just like, and, and until they say their handle, then like, oh, oh my that's gosh, right. you're it's, yeah, it's like, you know, I, I've actually joked that this year we won't probably do it because it's logistically difficult. I would love to have on their name tags also their Instagram names so that at least you know who they are. You can identify, oh, I got you, I got you, but... We'll see. Anyhow. That's actually genius because I remember at your events, LashCon, mm -hmm. and I remember I started talking to people and, you know, a lot of people, they don't put their like face or like anything on Instagram. Yeah. And I would be like talking to them for like a long time. They would introduce themselves. I'd be like, okay, no idea who you are. Talk to them. Yeah. And then they would mention their Instagram handle in a conversation. I'd be like, okay, now I know who you are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I think that's a really cool idea to have your Instagram handle on the, on the name tag. Yeah, yeah. The biggest issue for me is getting people to give me their information. That's the hardest thing. It's like I will email the base, say, hey guys, we need this from you. And then, you know, only 10 people will respond out of 100. And you're like, oh my gosh, guys, I need all of you to respond. But yes, we should probably aim to see if we could add that. So let's get into um, your this uh, ultimate guide to lash and bra artistry, because I really think it would be kind of cool to highlight it a little bit. And, and let people know. So for you, when you first created this free resource, what was your inspiration? Like, why did you go out and create this thing? And also maybe explain what it is too. Maybe give an overview of what you cover and all that. Okay, so Ultimate Guide is, as far as I'm aware, the world's largest free educational hub for Lash and Bra artists. Mm -hmm. And it's available on our websites and there are like no hidden fees. So it's like a really free yeah. thing. And actually two things inspired me to do this separately, but then at the same time, they kind of work together. So number one, I got the idea last year uh, when COVID first hit. And my company was fine because our customer base is worldwide. So one area got shut down. We still had customers in other areas. But I was like reading how bad all the lash artists were suffering, how difficult it was for them. And I knew that even for myself, although my company was doing okay, I was really scared. When it first broke out, I think I was kind of like, not like in bed, but at my house for like a week, paralyzed. I've never had this feeling before. My brain was empty. I was feeling scared. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what, how long it would take. Blah, 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 blah. You know, like, I'm sure that everyone has felt this in the past year. 
And then um, I kind of realized, like, for, for my company, it was actually just two weeks when we're, like, like the orders dropped off. And after two weeks, like, everything was pretty much okay. And then I was, like, I was so happy that it kind of, like, passed so quickly. And then I started thinking about everyone else whose business was probably still suffering, especially lash artists, like, you know, like, not, not trainers, but, like, lash artists, because their customers were local. And, you know, like, if, if your local area got shut down, you're, like, you're fucked. There's nothing you can do. And I was like, I didn't forget how scared I was. I started thinking how I could help lash artists. Is there anything I can do? And I saw that, you know, like some companies, they were like doing those podcasts, supportive, let's talk, let's chat, you know, let's let's do this stuff. So it was so nice of them because it felt like it was helping people. But then I wanted to do something different because I, I, I saw that there were so many companies offering this and I felt like I should do something that is not exactly the same as everyone else is doing because that's my thing. I always try to think out of the box and I started thinking, okay, so what is something that I have that I can give to other people that can help them and that they can access worldwide without having to pay anything? Because obviously everybody was scared about their money and their income. So I didn't want to do like a course with reduced fee or something. Like I wanted something that was accessible for everyone that they didn't have to pay for and that would actually help them. Yeah. And that's how I got the uh, the idea. That was part one. And then the other part was that about a year ago, more and more new lash trainers started to pop up. And I'm always like curious about anything new. I was like, uh, you know, search everything. I, I, you know, I tap on people's profile. I, I look them up. I see what they do. And then I started realizing this, that people were so strapped for money that a lot of lash artists who, are, who I consider juniors started teaching people. And I was like, fuck, like, uh, you know, this can lead to a horrible outcome. And then, yeah, th those were kind of my two inspirations. And then that's how, you know, that's what inspired me. So I yeah. started to put the ultimate guide together. And I think like with everything, like with each big project in the beginning, you always think that it's going to take like Forever. much less time, <laughs> much less money, which I think is actually good because if I had known in the beginning how much it would cost and how long it would take, maybe I would have put it off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's massive, guys. I actually printed it up for Tusk because I wanted yeah, her to go through it. I went over it last night. It took a couple hours to go through it. And it is so meaty and it is so informative. You know, Ruthie has set each topic out in like little modules. And there's uh, pictures there. It's not just words. It, it's actually no, illustrated no. And, and all that. And let me just tell you, I just want to brag on you for a minute. Well, first of all, let me just preface this by... I'm like you. I go out and get as much information about something as I possibly can. And I'm a consumer of everything, even if I look at it and I, I don't think it's that great. We have always bought every printed version of how-to guides and information about lashes and uh, brows and this kind of thing, just because I want to have an understanding of what the industry considers you know be the standard and also standard. you learn along the way you pick up little nuggets here and there from different people and so forth yes i went through this and i was kind of expecting to see more of the same of what's already out there but listeners this is not the same kind of deal ruthie is someone special she has the ability to take the powers of her observation and translate it into actionable 
information for you. Okay. So it's not just a how-to guide, like something that you've seen already that you would expect from getting something free. What Ruthie has done is she has translated what she is able to observe in the clients that are coming in and the situations that she encounters. And she tells you very simply what that means in common language. And she includes that normal common slang and explains it to you with diagrams in a way that's refreshing and that we haven't seen much of. I have mad respect for you, Ruthie, and I think that you have done the industry a really good service. This is something that's going to create your legacy because her interest in it, because she could charge a lot of money for this, guys. I mean, this in fact, is, there are a lot of people are charging this a lot is of money not, for that. I mean, this puts other works to shame. It really does because it is so peppered and seasoned with all your experience. And again, that ability to translate what that means. Yeah. And why we're saying this, guys, is because we want you to go and get this and read it and grow your knowledge. I think it should be part of your mandatory reading, something you get yourself to, or do what I did. I literally printed it. It's like this thick. It's like print an inch it. thick. Print of- it because you will go back to it. It is yeah. like a book, it right? It is like a book. And it will help you. And she is giving this away for free because she wants to grow the industry. And what I meant to say in that is that this is going to be part of your legacy, Ruthie, is because you're really investing in the knowledge and the well-being of uh, your fellow sisters and few brothers that are doing lashes and brows. And it's just, a, it's it's a love song to everybody. And yeah. I just, I'm really proud of you. Thank you for doing this. First, like, guys, like, thank you so much. This is like so kind and nice of you to say this. I just want to say that I really, really appreciate it. Like, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I it's totally deserved. And it's one, I mean, you give charge for this and we have not cast shade on you. I mean, of course you have to make a living, but the fact that you gave this away free, even endeared us it more to you. It just speaks your heart. Yeah. She wants to grow us, you guys, you know, it's no, amazing. It's, it's very, very generous. Now for you, what's in this guide? Cause we kind of talk about in generalities, but maybe you can go through and give a quick breakdown of kind of the different chapters and the different sections you have in this guide. Yeah, absolutely. So the ultimate guy, it definitely does not replace one-on-one training, in-person training. I actually say this in the preamble or like the intro. Intro, yeah. I'm definitely someone who thinks that your first classic lash training and your first volume lash training should be in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, okay, lash lift is kind of like, maybe you can learn it online, also bra lifting. So this is definitely not meant to substitute in-person training, but it's meant as further education, you know, when you know what you're doing, but you want to advance your knowledge because the ultimate guide, it doesn't like teach you how to do Okay, so at the moment, there is information there about lash lifting mostly, a little bit about uh, brow lifting. In the future, I will also add information about lash extensions and also volume lashing. But I just pointed out one more time because a few people have contacted me asking, you know, if I'm promoting like just reading the ultimate guides and not taking the in-person training. So this is definitely not what I'm trying to do. But even my experience, like, attended so many trainings and like a lot of the times even years ago like my trainings years ago sometimes I would ask something at trainings and the trainer had no idea what the answer was and then what really bothered me was that they just kind of like bullshitted instead Uh of like saying like okay I don't know what the answer to your question is let me just find out from my manufacturer for example I'll just bring you an example so uh Tassin do you lash lifting too no I don't okay uh, right. So with lash lifting, like the steps are always the same. It doesn't matter which brand you're using. You know, you always have the first solution that breaks down the disulfide bonds in the lash keratin so that you are able to sh- reshape the, reshape the lashes. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. And then the second step is the fixing lotion, which fixes the new shape. And I remember attending, um, I think, my second or third lash lifting training. And then the trainer said that it's the second lotion that, you know, actually makes the lashes super soft and opens the cuticles and everything. And I was like, my knowledge was a lot smaller back then than it is now. And I remember thinking that it doesn't make any sense. Like everything I've learned so far, it doesn't make sense. I'm always like polite, like very polite at trainings. Like I don't call anyone out, Mm -mm. but I was just politely like trying to understand. And then the trainer started getting like really irritated because of my questions. Mm -hmm. And I was like... I don't understand what is happening, you know, because what she what she is saying does not make sense. Make sense. And then when I ask something, she's getting irritated. So yeah. that was actually also something that I have kind of carried with me because the same thing has happened with lash extension training and everything. So the information that you will find on the ultimate guide is mostly the information that is not taught on trainings. So there's a lot about chemistry which I think is the one single area that is the least advanced in uh, lash extension trainings because it just makes sense. Lash trainers, they are not manufacturers. And if you don't manufacture products, you don't know about the chemistry. You can ask the person or the company who offers the products, but if they don't work for you, they're not going to give you the inside scoop. You know, they tell you what you need to hear to buy the products. When years went by and by, I started to realize that this is what is happening. So when I put the ultimate guide together, it was my idea from day one that I don't want to put something together that would make people stop going for the in-person trainings. I wanted to offer something that was not available in the market. And I think um, ultimate guide does that. Especially, like, I'm, I'm the most proud about the, the chemistry parts because I put it together with my chemist who makes my products. So I talk to him daily. In the beginning, you know, when I, when I didn't know much about, like, chemistry, I had my experience. So that's how we, we kind of got together. So his experience was in chemistry. My experience was in the actual work. Service. like yeah, yeah, the actual service. service. And so you put exactly. it together and you marry this, this wonderful understanding. Exactly. And then last year, when I realized, you know, when I decided that I wanted to put the ultimate guide together, I realized that I was in a really unique situation because I, to be honest, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know of anyone else whose background is first being a lash artist, then a trainer, and then developing new products. Because usually you're like the trainer and lash artist, or you're the manufacturer. And both of those sides, there's no communication. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to use the experience that I have and like the uh, the information that I had. Because even like now, I still learn so much from my chemist every day. And the ultimate guide, it's, it's not finished, not by far. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, this is what makes the document so valuable. Like I said, it's that power of observation because you're a technician and then you understand the chemistry. So I just want to highlight how important that is. This is why I I respect this document so much and what you've created is that she does very elaborately explain the importance of how the keratin bonds are formed, the disulfide bonds in the hair. And then she talks about the chemistry of opening up the cuticle and then and reshaping it and, and changing those bonds so that you have an understanding of what's actually happening. 
It is my biggest pet peeve too, Ruthie, when you go to a training and the trainer does not possess the understanding, the actual mechanics of what's happening. They have facts. They, they can have, tell you they stuff they don't understand. They have basic steps, but they don't understand why. And it sounds like the gal who taught the class that you took kind of understood the steps, but didn't quite understand what was happening. So she wasn't able to to really answer questions, answer really. Questions. Yeah. And that is my biggest pet peeve in the beauty industry, in the lash industry, because what I see happening is we get basic gists of information and then it translates and becomes this myth and this old wives tale, which there may be some truth in that, but it doesn't really equip people. What's so good about this is it actually goes to the heart of the chemistry and it will, you will learn something when you read this. You will understand why things are, are are frying and you don't know why. You do talk about, because you have vast experience with the different client types, you talk about, you know, like an Asian has a little bit more, has more keratin in there. So you're going to need to process it more. That's stuff that is not covered for somebody who doesn't understand that the chemistry in it. They're just telling you these are the rules and expecting you to follow them. So anyway, just another, just another endorsement because it's really good. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate it. And like, you're so right. When a light bulb went off in my head when I was teaching and I realized that there is no point in telling your students something without explaining it, because if they don't understand this, they're never going to incorporate it into their thinking. So they just do what you tell them to do. Mm-hmm. But then if they don't understand it and if they encounter a problem, they are not going to be able to uh, to resolve it because they just do what they, they've been told to do. Exactly. Like when they say, oh, don't wet the lashes. It's like, okay, why? Okay, I love it that you say you should prep with the saline solution because it starts to open up the cuticle. It starts to soften. But if people have been told, don't get them wet, don't do this, they're like, that's the rule. But they can never explain why. And that was something that we started to learn when we would meet and train staff and train students is people didn't realize you can ask why. People would be afraid to ask why. They would just say, just give me the one, two, three steps what I need to do, but I don't want to understand why I should do this. Just tell me what to do. And we started telling our staff, always question everything. Question what we teach. Question what you read online. Just ask why. Don't just tell me what, because what is not enough. Just like when you're in that class, you're like, but it's not making sense. Why? Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) I think this guy is great for all that. But sometimes it can be quite intimidating when you have like a like a known trainer and then you ask something and you can see that they're getting like aggravated and you're like, oh, shit, like maybe I did something wrong. Like this happened to me so many times. And then at one point I was like, I'm not going to go to anyone else's training unless I really, really think really highly of this person. Because I think when you attend a training that costs like, I don't know, 500 euros, 1,000 euros, you have the right to ask anything. Amen. Amen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I feel like we're cut from the same cloth. I'm just, I just, I I love you. Yeah. So for you, this is an ongoing project. So this is not something you're done with. Right now, if I remember, I don't have it in front of me. I wish I had it in front of me. I know that you cover anatomy on it. You cover lash lifting, brow lifting. You also go into issues that people might have with their eyes. So it goes into some explanations to some of the problems that you might face. I also even added a couple other chapters, which I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. This is when I realized it was going to be an ongoing project on Instagram and on photography. So you have the other sections in there. So it looks like this is going to be something that's going to continue to grow as a library, correct? Absolutely. And like you very kindly said before, like I really do feel like 
my products and this thing, those are going to be my legacy, like when I'm gone. Because I think it's going to increase like tenfold, something like this. Because, but you know, like, you know, guys, how it is. Like when you have so many different projects, you're like, I'm going to do this next week. I'm going to do this next week. And then something else comes yeah. up. And then like, <laughs> I've been thinking about like adding the uh, lash extension parts uh, since we released the Ultimate Guide, which was in February. So now it's August. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, hopefully it will be there one day. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to brag on you on two more things before I forget. The first one is your product super dry. Love it. And I recommended, I was a consultant for Loom. I still am a consultant. Um, and I recommended the robotics company, the robotics company that does the eyelashes eyelash yeah. with robotics. And we were at a crossroads trying to figure out how we can get better retention and better bonds. And your product was one of the ones that I recommended that we test out. And we did a battery of tests on you know, doing the service with and without and then checking before and checking after your products scored the highest. And it's the one that they're still using right now for testing. And it's one of the things on, on uh, that's just kept in stock. So we also had one of the doctors take a look at it and make sure that it was um, safe to use. And I just really want to endorse that product. It's a good product. And the other thing that I wanted to talk about was the lash lift section. This is that power of observation that you use and how valuable it is. And I've never seen it anywhere else. But you talk about the angles of growth and how the angles of lashes, how they come out and how important it is with the lash lift. And that you explain that somebody whose lashes are growing up doesn't really need a lift because they've already got it, right? But they they might need a straightening. And then you show a before and after, and you can't believe how much longer and how much more beautiful those lashes are when they've been straightened. And it's counterintuitive. I don't know anybody else that is talking about that and actually using that knowledge to apply it to how you can use these chemicals in a novel way to capture another market area of the market. Kudos to you. I'm just so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, so Tessa Zug, I don't think I've had you um, brag this much. I just gush on people. Yeah, I've got a little girl crush going on. Yeah, Tessa's pretty excited here. I am excited. Now, well, it's going both ways, so it's, it's, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Feelings mutual. Now, as far as I, I was just looking at time, I wanted to get into a little bit about maybe a couple of things about lash lifting so people can know what you're going to talk about. Tessa's already kind of given a little insight, but I thought maybe you could share some of the, maybe are some of the common mistakes that you see people make in lash lifting that hopefully we can point out here. And then obviously we'll get more details when they hopefully go check out the guide afterwards. Well, I mean, it depends on the products that you work with. So in lash lifting, there's like two pretty much opposites. You know, you have the the old school, really aggressive products that give you very quick results. They're easy to use because it doesn't really matter how you place the shield. It doesn't really matter if you place the lotion correctly because they're so strong that they kind of like, if those are the lashes, they kind of make lashes go like this. Whoop. Uh-huh. And it doesn't really matter how, where you place the, the lotion. And then they all come off like dust when you touch them afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. When I read that customers coming back with their like lashes uh, frazzled, people don't know what's going on. So that's one side. And then the, there's the uh, the new school products that are like very gentle that do give you like the same. You can get the same high lifts. It will result the same length, but. Firstly, the condition of your natural lashes is like night and day compared to if you mm. compare those two. 
So the positive thing is that, for example, like when I speak about our lotions, they are so gentle that when we were testing the lotions, we did four lash lifts in a row so that the uh, the model did not even get up from the bed to go to the bathroom. We just wanted to see if we can frazzle the lashes because my aim was to come up with something that's like super gentle, super safe. Yeah. And the lashes were amazing. Wow. Soft shiny amazing after four treatments in a row that's crazy yeah so that's how good the products are for your lashes but then you have to use them correctly so for example like placing their shield like you need to really place it like really close to the uh, lash line you need to apply enough lotion the lotion needs to go high enough because they just work differently and i think that's one of the biggest mistakes is that people they try to use different products that are meant to be used differently but they use it the same way and then they expect the same results and then they get really annoyed when they don't. And it's like, I've realized that some people, they're not the kind of people who go with like inventions, you know, they're the kind of people who hop on the, who hop on the train like really, really late, like when everybody else is already doing it. So I've realized that those kind of people, I don't recommend using innovative products for them because I've realized that for some people, they like the idea of being innovative, but they're actually, they don't like to change their ways. They're kind of like stuck in their ways. And even when you explain to them that you really, like the products are different, you know, like if the product is different, you need to use it differently. So for example, like with our organic lifting, I personally offer free feedback to anyone who switches onto our products because I've realized that for myself, it's too difficult because their background is not in lash extension or like lash lifting. So when I see the pictures, and I looked at this, applied the same tiny amount of lotion, you know, that the shield is placed like they would with the aggressive lotions. And I tried to explain to them. And some people, they, they get like kind of like annoyed. I don't understand this. Like the answer to your question is that I think the biggest mistake that people do is using innovative products, but they're not willing to adapt their way of thinking. Yeah. And they're not willing to learn anything new. They just want to do whatever they used to doing and then just expect a better result because the product's better. It makes sense. Like we, we get stuck in our ways and then something new comes along. We think we should be able to use it the same way as the old product. But it sounds like, no, you have to learn a whole new system. It's not, it does not complex by any ways and by any means it's just lash lifting, but you need to adjust your ways. And I can see why people would do that. Is That's your, the hardest thing for people to do is to adjust the thinking and to allow a, a different way of thought. You know, yeah. you have to build new neural pathways. Yeah. And I'm guessing because it's more gentle, it, does it take more time? Does your thing take a little longer than the, the old school way, which I would fry the lashes a little bit more? Well, I mean, it really depends because usually the curling lotion or the lifting lotion is the most aggressive out of all lash lifting. Mm -hmm. So the timing of the curling lotion is definitely different. It's at least twice as long, maybe even a little bit longer. But then again, like the fixing lotion, it's just maybe two minutes difference. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares. And then the nourishing lotion is the same. Okay. And then it's going to also depend on the client's uh, own hair. Just like, yeah. you know, when you get color, it just depends on what you have. So you have to be able to assess accurately what what's going on there and that's what takes a little bit more time and i think 
it's harder for people to adjust their head around. The thing about the uh, gentle lotions, what's like really cool about them is that you can use the maximum timing for very strong lashes and like medium lashes and nothing nothing bad is going to happen to them. So mm. I think at the end of the day, it's kind of like risk-free. Idiot like, proof. The only thing, <laughs> exactly. Like the only thing that kind of happens uh, that lashes, they become too curly, but then you can just straighten them. It's not like they're like damaged or there's something wrong with them. It's just that the shape is too curly and then that's it. Oh, that's great. Let's talk a little bit about nuts and bolts. How long do you schedule for an appointment? Uh, how long does it take to do the process? And then how much do you charge? I know there's always a range, but what is the standard? This is a very difficult question to answer. So uh, firstly, you're either going to be laughing or you're going to be very sad. So <laughs> in Estonia, you know how in the US, a volume lash application is like $250, $350, something like this. Mm-hmm. So in Estonia, the average quality of lash extensions is amazing. Like the best work you can see on, on okay, maybe not the best, but you know, in the, in yeah, the first the upper, upper yes. echelon. Exactly. So when you book an appointment with someone like that in Estonia, amazing salon in the center of the city, free parking and everything, it is 50 euros. An infill is 35 euros. Oh, wow. So my mouth is open yeah. right now. Yeah, Nobody yeah. can see me, but I'm like, yeah. my mouth is on no. the floor. That is like crazy. Like that, that wow. is crazy. Yeah. Okay. But, and then the amount of time they spend for, let's say like volume lashing, usually the infills, they take about two hours, which I know, I think in the US is, is more like, um, like an hour and a half mm-hmm. or something, maybe even like an hour. So with lash lifting, when you work with gentle lotions, the application of the silicone super important how tight the lashes are on the shield mm-hmm. super important so it's not like you know you slap the silicone on lashes up lotion on so that to me like when i used to do treatments that took the longest time it would take me like half an hour easily mm-hmm. placing the shields and separating everything now i could do it in 15 minutes but that's not my style i'm like a perfectionist with every single customer, even if they pay me like 35 euros. Because I think it comes down to the, the type of person you are. You yeah. know, if you're it's integrity. Pride. It's yeah. taking personal pride in what you do. And it's not about the money. It's about the outcome. It's about this process. And it's like, you're an artist. How can you get away with like doing crappy work? Yeah, I get it. Exactly. So with lash lifting, I think the average, um, I would say maybe like an hour and a half. But it depends. If it's a first-time customer, I always recommend to take the time, you know, like do a proper consultation so that there's no like hiccups afterwards, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'm always surprised when people don't make a difference, whether it's a first-time customer or a repeating customer, because with a repeating customer, you know, like they come in, they lie down and while you're cleaning and putting the the, uh, shields on, you can ask them questions. But if it's a first-time customer, you have to... Exactly. And you know what you mentioned about the uh, lash growth uh, direction, like I need to see the person as a whole. I need, okay, it's less with lash lifting. I think I'm more with lash extensions because with lash extensions, you know, you can do more, more, or like you can Mm -hmm. offer like a different service, but with lash lifting, it's essentially, you know, the, the shape of the lift that you want and how much of a lift that you want, and then the growth direction of your eyelashes. But all of this takes time. And, you know, like going over the home care, what to expect, you know, all of that stuff. I would take 10 minutes just for the consultation and then like an hour and a half for the treatment afterwards. No, by the way, I just want to give a a big shout out because consultations, a lot of people don't do them. A lot of people skip them. They skip them because they always feel rushed. 
and the problems are setting themselves up for failure when they don't do that consultation. Because, because you're not managing expectations. Yeah. You're not telling people. It's like you get way better satisfaction when you take that time. Yeah, the joy of the client will go up because you do a more in-depth consultation and you also address any potential problems that can come. You can share that type of stuff with them. So if something does go wrong, they'll go, oh, they told me about this ahead of time. So it's not like it's out of the blue. It just happened. And all of a sudden they lose trust in you. So I think that's really good. And I love the fact that you take more time. I mean, Tustin, we've always taken more times for everything we do. I mean, Tustin, a first time clients, three hours for a new set. And a lot of people go, I can go somewhere else and get it done in an hour and a half, two hours. I'm like, well, fine. Go to that place that does it faster for Tustin to do the work she does at the level she does. She wants a full three hours. And I love it that you even in this, like, like you said, lash lifting. I know I think a lot of people do it in 45 minutes, an hour. And I love you. Like, no, I'm going to take an hour and a half. I'm going to make sure I do this exactly right. And I think that's a very it's good a thing great, to do. You're a great model. To yeah. Because, you know, with, like, with lash lifting, like, like you asked about the uh, processing times, like the processing times for the second or third lotion, they're pretty much the same, you know, whichever brand you use, like one or two minute difference, like nobody cares at the end of the day. So it's just the first lotion. And then if you compare... Like, for example, like the, the quickest lotions, I think they're like maybe five minutes for the first one and my, or let's say six for like thick lashes and my lotion for thick lashes, the first one is 15 minutes. So it's 10 minutes extra, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to do the treatment instead of 45 minutes in 55 minutes because you can't offer a luxury treatments, which I think when you use the best products on the market, the safest products on the market you're like able to offer that luxury treatments. But then when you cram your treatments in like 45 minutes, I've seen the pictures and like the isolation and then the after pictures uh, like pe- that people do in 45 minutes. And I'm like, why? You know, like you stress yourself out trying yeah. to fit the customer in. And then, you know, the customer, oftentimes they're not happy, you know, the and if you get a customer who only cares about how long the treatment takes, like you're set up for a failure. Like, mm-hmm. Like they're not going to care about the quality of the treatment. They just, you know. Yeah. Or they may yeah. say, oh, I only care about how long it takes. But then afterwards they're complaining, why does it look like this? Why has it been like, well, you only want, you didn't want me to separate. You didn't want me to make it look perfect. You wanted to get in and out. Usually it's a warning flag. Watch out. For well, sure. I always wonder, or like I'm surprised when people, um, like I don't want to say a cheap customer, but you know, a customer who only cares about how long the treatment takes mm-hmm. and to get it as cheap as possible. Like those are the customers who always complain the most. The most. And I'm <laughs> so surprised, like when, like when lash artists are like surprised about this, because like yeah. I learned this in like my first couple of months. You know, <laughs> like when you run a special. And somebody gets the treatment for half the price, they're going to complain the most yeah. and make you feel shit about yourself. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like, go, there's the door. Please yeah. don't come back. Yeah. Now discount clients, I mean, while there's a place for discounts, if you do it wrong, you can attract the wrong client and then they'll make your life miserable. And I think for us, that's why when we raise our prices. One time we did it with our salon. Four times we raised our prices in two years. So, And what was so wonderful is all the clients who complained, all the clients who would be late, no-show, they all just, goodbye. They just left because we were no longer putting up with no-shows and, and late cancels, and also the prices went up. And that just really helped to weed, weed out, out. Yeah. The, what we didn't want. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> well, I was looking at time. Time is flying, and I do we're trying to keep these under an hour now but that said i I definitely want to give people a chance to find you and to know what you're doing and what you're up to so do you have any right now um any um products or anything coming out soon that you'd like to promote or let people know or new services or anything 
Absolutely. Uh, so, okay, so now I have two companies. I have my Ruthbell and I also have the Ruthbell Beauty, which is the consumer range. Okay. So for the consumer range, we have these products, which is called Lash BFF, and it is an alternative to mascara. Mm-hmm. So the effect is the same as a mascara. So it makes your lashes look like super dark, but instead of dehydrating your lashes, like our mascara does, mm-hmm. this one is actually a nourishing mask for our lashes that nourishes them, makes them glossier and actually helps them to grow a little bit longer and a little bit thicker, which is amazing. So this product, I've actually, I've been selling it since like February, but now I'm working on a buildable volume version that actually helps you like, you know, like buildable volume. So you can apply like several coats and makes your lashes a lot longer. Oh, that sounds exciting. Yeah. It is, it is, but we're still testing the product. So that might be, you know, a couple of months. Mm-hmm. But the next product that I think I am launching is going to be uh, actually, Tassana, you might like this. So we've been developing uh, Super Dry and we came out with a new version, which I probably will be called like Super Dry 2.0 or something mm-hmm. like this. So it does everything that the Super Dry is now, Super Dry does now. But on top of that, it also attracts glue. Which means that when you apply it on the natural lashes, it will help you wrap the extension around the natural lash because it will attract the glue from the underneath. And it will make volume lashing or wrapping, to be more precise, so much easier. Okay, so where does that one coming out? Because I want some now. (laughs) I'm just putting together the labels now. And we already have the bottles. We have the products. So hopefully in like a month. Okay. So maybe maybe when this goes live. You'll be already out, yeah. That's really cool. So that's a couple exciting. And also I think what's great is that you've moved into the consumer side, which I'm seeing more brands do. That They're saying we're going to go directly to the consumer because obviously I think after COVID we realized – we need to have multiple streams. Like you want to have a bigger net to throw so you can catch more revenue, which I think is a great idea as we see more of brands like you and other companies that I, I respect coming out with new ideas and, and bigger product lines, not just for lash artists, but also for the end user, which is great. And I think that's good because that means you're going to be around, you know, 10 years from now, which is good. <laughs> and also it's good for the lash artists because uh, I'm super business-minded. I've always, I always have been. And I always think why... Not every single lash artist sells consumer products in the lash in their salons yeah. for yeah. specifically uh, eyelashes and eyebrows. Like for example, like like the lash BFF. Like when somebody comes for a lash lifting treatment, it is the best product to sell them because you know when you're a lash artist, you can only make as much money as you work per day. Yeah. But when yeah. you sell products, it's an additional income, something you don't have to spend extra time on. So I'm always like I think like. Okay, no, actually, I'm thinking about this now. I th- I should pr- stop promoting this idea more that everybody <laughs> should sell consumer products to their customers who are in their salon anyway and who need those products anyway, yeah. like a lash serum or a product that will grow your eyebrows, eyebrows fuller, something that's directly connected to the service that you offer and that's actually useful for the customer. So yeah. it's not like you're selling some bullshit like, like bath bombs or something like this that has <laughs> nothing to do with the surface. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. No, yeah, I think it's best. great. And I think that's something that we did with our business when we had a team. We were selling, we were doing like, you know, over $100,000 a month, 90 to 110, somewhere in that range. But usually 10 to 20% of that was product sales. So we would do $80,000 in service and $20,000 in products or something like that. And I, you just don't realize that extra. Now, half of that goes to actual costs, but 
still $10,000 profit off of that. That's huge. And, and imagine now, it's a lot of money over a year. That's over $100,000 a year of, of extra money that you did not make without working at all for it. Like you, all you had to do is take a couple minutes to explain it to your client and say, hey, this is really cool. You'll love it and all that. And plus, I think also another thing we did, we, we saw last term that when a lot of people would say, oh, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to you know, take some time off from lashes. Oh, by the way, we have a lash term. Here you go. You should buy this. And they'd be like, oh, sure, I'll take that while I'm not here. And then they'd use that for a few months. And they'd call us back during summer, during vacation, go, I'm ready to come back. And, and so we had products that they could leave with if they were taking a break from lashes and, and so forth. That's why mascaras and some of these other things can be great products that you still carry where you're like, well, I'll compete with my lashes. Not really. They're, they're supplements. They're things, alternatives that you can offer people. Because some people are, we had clients who came only for, just for the holidays. Every year they show for Christmas did two or three appointments, and then they disappear for half the year, and then we'd sell them products during that time. So yeah, there's lots of good benefits for bringing in products. I'm glad you brought that up. So aside from all that, one of the other things that I was really excited because I asked you to do this, we should, we're going to have to do this more with our, 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 these brands and some of these people that we are uh, so, so fortunate to have come on our, our program is that you're going to offer a discount code to our listeners, Woo-hoo. which we're really excited Absolutely. about. So what is the discount code, and what are, what, what are you going to get? So the discount code, uh, surprise, surprise, it will be LashCast. Hey! (laughs) And it will give 20% discount on everything that you will find, you can find on our website. So both the professional products and the beauty products, like the Lash BFF that we just talked about, that's like amazing for home care. And the 20% discount will last for one month after this show goes live. Cool. Wonderful. We don't have a date yet, but once it comes out, once you hear this, look at the date we posted this, and then you know you have like 30 days from the date this thing posted to the date where you can experience that. And hopefully, guys, you definitely take advantage of that because I, I, we've become fans, and we now actually have brought her products into what we do. And I know a lot of people say a lot of great things also. I know about your adhesives and all that. So definitely – um, with that 20% off, you have no excuse, but to give it a try and see if it's something that you like. Where can people find you? Because I know you are all over, most people I'm sure already know where you are, but just in case they've just heard you for the first time, where can they find you? So they can either find me on Instagram uh, at Ruthie Bell or directly on our website, which is www.ruthiebell.com. And the ultimate guide is also on the website. It is in the header of the front page. So just go on ruthiebell.com and click on ultimate guide, which is on the front page. Cool. And I'll make sure we put it on the link in our show notes too, so that people can do that. Maybe even we might even put it, we have so many links right now on our Instagram. I'll say I can maybe even put it on Instagram, but... It's like 80 pages long right now, I feel like. So that said, uh, please, guys, go download this or at least go look it up. I, I actually downloaded it so we can use it as a reference to read. Also, it's something that you will want to go back and look at again and again because it is, it's deep, guys. It's not just a quick overview. You're going to need probably to go back and go, what was that? And what's nice about it is when you face that problem, you can just look it up, and it's uh, it's underneath section, so it's easy to to scroll through and find what your problem is and get the answers you need. And like, also, I think it's cool. It's a living document, so it's going to continue to grow and get better and better with age, just like me. So, anyhow, uh, for you, yeah. <laughs> So thank you so much, Ruthie. It's been great having you on the show. It's been great. I mean, it's taken us over three years to get you here, but it's finally happened. Better late than never. And I just thank you for making yourself available. And she's eight hours ahead of, or nine, ten hours ahead of us, guys. So she's uh, working with our schedule, which is very special. So I really appreciate that. 
Well, thank you so much for guys having for having me. I like I love your show so much, and I'm so excited to be finally on it. It's yes. <laughs> and hopefully we'll see you at LashCon. Maybe if anyone can travel again. Um, the problem is right now, no one can come to the United States. So we have like zero sales from overseas this year. But that's okay. If we have to, we'll wait till next year and we'll, we'll have a worldwide gathering, I guess, in 2022. But all right. Thanks, Ruthie. It's been great. Thanks so much, guys. And have a good day. All right, guys, that's it. That's a wrap. We are all done. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast and at the Last Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review to this podcast. By the way, guys, your reviews mean everything to us. When you write a review and you tell us how we've blessed or how we've helped you with your business, it is like fuel to the fire. It just motivates us and keeps us going. So if you have a chance right now to just go write that review, I'd so much appreciate it. And it would be a nice birthday present for Tess since I'm recording this on her birthday. <laughs> Anyhow, on behalf of my last cutie, Tessney, as well as our special guest, Ruthie Bell, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. 